0: What's up, my good people? Welcome back to a special group of women I call Confluencers. You totally rock. Your support week after week gives me the motivation to keep going. This podcast has reached 2.1K listeners because of gracious people like you. So thank you for listening, sharing, and Subscribing. No, like, I, I really thank you for real. Thank you to every guest that has sacrificed and agreed to be a part of my vision. There are no words to express my gratitude. This is episode 28, and I feel great. I hope you do too. I am straight off of spring break, and I need some more of it. Yes, I need it like a dose of of benadryl listen the pollen count is high and my eyes are watery but hey that means that the year is kind of creeping on by so hey i'm gonna accept this and just pop that benadryl and be done but spring is just like mm-mm. ollie ollie awesome free baby is like playing hide and go seek with us but All is well and we can't complain. We are on this side of the earth. That means that God is good and he has granted us one more day to get it right. I did a tour for spring break. I called it the tour de Texas. I road tripped out. I kicked it off in my birthplace, Austin, Texas. And ended up going to Waco, to Magnolia, to the Silos, to visit Chip and Joanna Gaines. And you got to watch HGTV, Fixer Upper, in order to know what I'm talking about. But this place is so darling. Like, darling is not even a great definition for it. Like, you know, I literally walked on the grounds of that place and I was just in awe. I was actually... Flabbergasted because of the vision that a husband and a wife put together. See, I I saw something much deeper than the silos in the store. I saw a team. And God, if you are hearing me, please let my next marriage be all about teamwork. Teamwork truly makes the dream work. And if you go and experience that was an experience, you know, it was more than stores. It was more than food trucks. It was an experience. And to know that they did it together from the ground up hand in hand. And it all started because she was a blogger, but it is cute It is darling. They had a concert on the ground with an open air festival with products from all over and food trucks that serve different varieties of everything from Alabama slammers to waffles with fruit, ice cream with different flavors. And I mean, you could have literally had a taste bud field day. It was cuteness in every corner. And also it told me that Waco is changing. The state of Texas is changing, but Waco used to be my drop off spot. I was raised in Dallas and my father lived in Austin and Waco used to be the place that I dreaded so much, but it is changed. It was full of life. It was bustling on every corner. So shout out to Waco because you are officially on the map. I definitely will be going back again so I can take my time. The lines were out of this world and I just wanted to get in, kind of get out and just kind of experience it. But I want to go back and take my time. And after I I toured Magnolia, I then headed to Dallas, 88 miles north for the bestie's birthday. She turned 40 She officially joins me and a few others in the "Not Your Grandmother and Them" forty-year-old club. Child, we make forty look flirty, fabulous, and fashionable. I also attended during spring break this nice event at WeWork's downtown. Um, it was called Beauty Biz, where I received some viable information from Melissa Butler, the owner of the Lip Bar, and Rachel Roth, the creator and owner of Urban Skin RX. These brands are created for women like me, by women like me, women with melanin in their skin. So if you are looking for a lip color that pops, And some beautiful skin that glows. Because you know the skin got to be beautiful up under the beats, honey. Please go and check them out. And by all means please support their brands. Both of them can be found in Target. I can't believe that this is the third week of March. And I told you that spring is hiding from us. But it has just been so beautiful The clouds have rolled away and my seasonal depression, I think, is finally leaving. I've gone to the gym two days this week. Hallelujah, hallelujah. But the days are beautiful and brisk and the nights are cool. That means cuddling season is extended. Cold weather is the perfect excuse to cuddle. Listen, listen to me when I say this, listening to my bull's heartbeat literally puts me in a peaceful state. It reduces my stress and it strengthens my heart. It is a great way to bond and connect. So what am I trying to tell you? This is the perfect time to extend your cuddling time when Mother Nature is on your side. You know everybody likes going home when it's cold. Make that work for you. Ladies of Confluence, make that work for you. Once sundress and sandal season comes forth, there is no telling where the wind is going to take you. So while you have a chance, make that thing work for you. I hope you checked out last week's episode, Spring Clean Before the Ring with Crystal Luster. That was one dope podcast. If you haven't done so, check that one out, especially if you're trying to get that ring before the spring. This week's episode is near and dear to my heart. I am open and completely honest when it comes to this department. Let's talk about sex, baby. Be. Let's talk about you and me Sex is a small three-letter word That has a major influence on our relationships A woman of confluence has needs And needs must be met Y'all, let me tell you That my libido has gone through the roof Since I've hit 40 All my friends that are over 40 Years old forgot to tell me that part But guess what? I'm loving it. No one told me that this was a side effect of middle age hormones like WTF, WTF. And I figured out why. After a woman has passed her biological clock, sex becomes more about pleasure. So her sexuality can rise as high as she desires. It becomes better. It becomes stronger. Studies show that 85% of women over 40 are still getting it in. Yes, I told you women over 40. We baby, we different, honey. We are fashionable, we are fabulous, and we are truly flirty. And that is the majority of the women that say sex is so important to them. My guest today. Knows firsthand about sexual health and sexual desires. Dr. Wendy, aka Dr. Every Woman, is a board certified OBGYN with books, bars, blogs, bay, and babies. She specializes in caring for women of all ages in pregnancy and beyond since 2007. And when I say beyond, I mean she drops jewels about sexual health to help women make better decisions about their bodies. Dr. Wendy is just her friendly neighborhood OBGYN, bringing health and humor to your doorstep. She is truly every woman and it's all in her. Ladies of Confluence, let's whoop it up for the one and the only Dr. Wendy, a.k.a. Dr. Every Woman. Whoop, whoop. Good morning. Good morning. How are you?
1: That's me. I'm good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm
1: great. How are you? <laughs> we going to start like this? This is how we're going to kick it out. I hey
0: hey, hey I, I like to kick off with imperfections because yes. that's how life is. That's is. how you know it just throw us curveballs and honey, you just gotta be ready to accept it when it comes your that's way. Right. That's so right <laughs> <laughs> just do it right just that's what, just, that's what I, just get in there and just do it. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for coming to the podcast Confluence. The lifestyle where confidence meets influence. I had to have you because you were definitely my definition of confluence. Yay!
1: Yay! Well, I, I didn't on the show. I appreciate you inviting me and even thinking that it was uh that I was somebody who you wanted to talk to. So I appreciate you. Thank you.
0: I, well, I appreciate you because of the work that you do and how you make sexual health and pleasure. Fun and exciting and, you know, and bulking and just like, yes, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, so I, we were on a panel together in Chicago, so I didn't get a chance to, you know, hear what you had to say as far as your conversation and um, your class was concerned, but I, everybody kept saying you were the truth. She was the truth. She was the truth. I'm like, you know, I gotta bring her on so we could talk about the truth.
1: Well, I like the truth. And yes, I am it's, it's a new space because even as a gynecologist, we don't learn specifically about sexual health in that in that training. So it's interesting to have the background of health and like, you know, the basic the basics of health. And then add on to that, the, the pleasure, the, the life component, I called it the holistic part of sex in the com- in the, uh, the conference.
0: Yes. So I think it's
1: a, good, it's a good space to be in because I, you can't treat any one part like it's alone. You know, it's just not, we're, we as humans are too complex for that.
0: Yes, yes. So tell us who you are and what you do.
1: So my name is Dr. Wendy Goodall McDonald. I am known um, on social media and kind of in the in the brand space as Dr. Every Woman. So follow me, Dr. Every Woman. Um, the my my I'm from Chicago, my hometown. I am a board certified obstetrician gynecologist, which just means that I have been through undergraduate training, medical school training, residency, and have passed all of the the, the tests that are required for me to be able to practice medicine and specifically women's health so i take care of women from ages 13 all the way up to 100 um and i deliver babies i just take care of women's routine medical health and if they have problems you know with any part any of their lady parts i'm there so and i do practice in downtown chicago i practice every day but i also have uh, a decent media space including a youtube channel i also have a women's health blog i it's called the gynecologic which i think is cute Um, because it's gynecologic but it's a blog and it's basically where women's health meets real life Um, we talk about discharge we talk about you know breast health we talk about well what's up with this new thing that I just see growing down here and but we make it fun you know and make it funny so people aren't like intimidated by the information they can understand it can ingest it but also even have a little fun learning something so it's good I think that it's important as, as, as a media space too because I have seen a lot of blogs that are really engaging that really catch capture attention and are interesting, but maybe don't have the accurate health information. So I'm trying mm. to health information, but still in a fun, you know, you want to read it. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yes. My best friend is a pharmacist and she can't stand when people try to diagnose themselves. She's like, Google is not the doctor. Like, yeah, it gets
1: you in trouble. Yeah, it gets in trouble. I say that I, I wish Google had a setting where if you ask a health question before it p- provides the search results, it says, do you really want to know? Like, are you sure you want me to, to go here with you? You know, like, it's almost like a disclaimer, like, let me just tell you, it's about to get real on this Internet site. Like, I feel like it should just be like, you know, are you sure? But Google Google hasn't accepted my idea yet. Yes,
0: she says that all the time. Like, Google, baby, Google's not the MD. It's not the MD. Like, I know it's for you. I'm the medical professional here. Like, yes, yes, yes. yes. Well, okay. So I'm raised by, or was, because I'm 40 now. My grandmother is in her 80s, and she always says, Miss Puss let you know what's going on in your body. And my grandmother... Wow. Said, like, she's no MD. She's just a sharecropper's daughter. But she always used to tell me, "Miss Puss lets you know what's going on in your body. Do you agree with my grandmother?
1: First of all, let me tell you that your grandmother is my hero. Because <laughs> how many women in that generation... Are talking about Miss Puss? I can tell you, I can probably count on one hand the number of times my my mother ever said the, the word vagina to me. You know what I'm saying? Like the fact uh-huh. that she even talked about it and mentioned it as something that you know you use as a barometer or a marker for your overall health. I'm down for that for that concept. Now, do I completely agree? Yay or nay? Because a person can feel fine. This is this is where we fall short sometimes. We, as in you know, women and even African American or minority women. Sometimes we, think that if we feel fine, we must be fine. Mm. You know, I feel okay, so it must be fine. Or, you know, it's not, nothing's bothering me that much. Everything must be okay. And we want to believe it. We don't want to speak, you know, negativity into our lives. But there is a, a role for checking up on things, even if you do feel fine. So I feel like on that side, we should, we should always remember that symptoms don't always come when there is a problem. They don't always come. And then on the flip side, I I do agree that there are times when your vagina will speak to you and say, look, 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 look here, little sis.
0: It's time
1: for you to, it's time for you to go get checked. Look here, man. Because try to to ignore your vagina when it's messing with you. I dare you. I dare you to try to ignore it because it's hard. It'll take over your whole life when it ain't right. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, try me. Try to ignore me. It's down there just, like, heckling you all day, every day. Like, try- okay, okay, you'll keep going? You'll keep going like nothing's happening? Okay, fine. And then you over here stressed out <laughs> because yes. you don't feel right.
0: <laughs> it, it don't feel right. It don't look right. It mm-hmm. don't smell right. Like, yeah, you, you cannot. Yes.
1: And it it'll take over right. everything. You can't You can't just let that go. Mm-mm.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, like, you get worried. Like, wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait. You know, for me, like, Sexual health is so important, and I am very open about the conversation around sex, sexual pleasure, and mm-hmm. I don't know why so many women are afraid to discuss their sexual health and their sexual pleasure. Why is that? Yeah. I mean, I think that
1: there is a something to be said for um, us feeling like certain characteristics are are demonstrated in a certain type of person. So what I mean by that is, you know, if you're trying to be this, you know, God god-fearing, you know, full of the holy ghost and I am I do believe in God, so I am not, you know, when I say this, it's nothing no diss to to my 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 Jesus folks. But, you know, where where that is the absence of sexuality. Mm. That if you feel like you want to be quote-unquote sexy, you are already on the wrong path from a from a sin and grace perspective. So you know, so so and and so there is. But what what doesn't come in that conversation is that there is a time and a place for you to feel wonderful and feel beautiful and be sexy and embrace your sexuality and em- embrace the these organs that God gave you. You know that you can use for. And you didn't create orgasms, you know, orgasms are a part of your actual makeup, your your nerves and that kind of thing. But to, you mm. know, to disown that in some ways for some people being pure or being clean or being, you know, not living a lifestyle that is, you know, not, not acceptable by some population, unfortunately that can lead us to really. Opening up and and be, and even understanding our sexuality. I and mean, I've had ladies who are grown, you know, as grown as you and I are, who have ne- don't even know what their clitoris is, have no idea or where it is. Or I was I was going to
0: about that G spot. I, I was, I was.
1: You know, it's like, but you should know this. You should know where they do. And that's not to say that you need to walk around, you know, showing it to everybody. But you could, but you could at least be clear, you know, on what you can do to keep yourself happy, and you know, and keep your keep your blood pumping and your and your your juice flowing, if you will.
0: You see, you just taught me something when you said that that's a what's a a part of the nervous system.
1: It's a part of the nervous system. We didn't create that. Don't want to create that by being fast or something like no. It's there. It's been there since you you know since you were created. Uh.
0: Cause see, you know, I, I've met women and say I do not like to have sex, and I look at mm-hmm. them like Scooby Doo, like, whoop, like, mm-hmm. where do, is that coming from? Is that like you because you don't know your body or you don't know who you are? um
1: you have to you have to remember too and i don't know these particular women but i do feel like there is a subset of us who sex and th- and this is statistics i have read this and and i can't quote the numbers for you right this second but there are a subset of women who do not enjoy sex because it's not pleasurable because there is not any benefit from a from a feeling standpoint and if anything it could be painful um for some so it's like mm-hmm. just doing it is not meaning that you are having you know you're enjoying it and so in in that sense why would you even do it you know
0: Mm.
1: yep and I think some of that is not knowing their bodies but some of that is their partners maybe not even um appreciate it takes to have a mutual uh pleasurable experience so you can't just have for him you know assuming this is a male-female partnership for him, you know, getting in there, getting his business going, and having an orgasm—that's all pleasure. You know, there's no pain involved, there's no discomfort involved. For her, the the pleasure, the sex, um, orgasm space or the 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 nerve ending space may or may not be involved with the vagina at all, at all. Like on the inside, mm-hmm. you know, we can talk about the G. Yeah, but some people, I mean, might as well jump right into it. Some people don't even have a very well located or understood g-spot some people don't have it at all and when i did my my medical school training there is literally no place in our nerve books like in our anatomy books in any of the nerve pages that have a g-spot there when we did our dissection of the human body and we dissected every part of the human body you know people donate their bodies to science and we appreciate that because we learned a lot there is no designated space that is the g-spot now that doesn't mean it does for many people and it was described first by like a doctor in in Germany, I believe, years and years ago, Um, there are some collections of nerves in certain areas that can lead to orgasm, but they may be different for different women as far as where it is and if it's there at all or to what degree. That said, the same nerve space that makes men have pleasure with with sex, their penis, is the same anatomical location derived that leads to the clitoris. So for us, the clitoris is the only... For sure, space that's there. Now, some people can be stimulated when they have sex at the clitoral over the, the clitoris around and can stimulate and lead to, to orgasm. But some people need direct clitoral stimulation to have orgasm. Some people need a friend who's a sex therapist recently posted something that said that when seventh of the play maybe consecutive minutes but maybe throughout the day in order to even get interested in sex so while you're interested and you're aroused your vagina lengthens um you get more lubricated to sex and there may be some some visual things associated with that there may be some you know where you're, you're listening to some stuff it could be that you're talking today with your interested in, all of that leads to pleasure a lot of women can't just jump and get in there like all of us that, that your vagina short
0: mm, it ain't lubricated
1: you ain't, mm. you ain't, you ain't focused on the clip. so you're not gonna have fun with this so why do it why waste my time just so you can get off and I'm not getting nothing out of this thing
0: no? so do you think it's linked to emotional um <laughs> I remember a time in my life where Absolutely. I could have sex emotionalist, like very um, like I'm gonna get mine you get yours get up go on but I'm not like that anymore Um, and my friends could not understand how I was like that, but that's, that's a long story, but I'm not that way now. Do you think that sex is linked to, for women, I I like to call it a vertical alignment. Um, so from my brain to my heart, to my vagina, I I feel like it's all on the same line, right? Vertical line. No point about it. So absolutely,
1: I think that those are related. So talking about the mind, the heart, the 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 vagina, it one of um a a friend recently was saying that he thought that um dish soap was the new lubrication, and it's like, wait, what are you talking about? Dish soap is a new lube. Do not put this down here. But what he was saying was, if I'm doing, if I do dishes for my fiance or for my wife. You know, she is going to be so happy and she will be more interested. So doing things, caring for people, love languages, you know, actually caring about the person. Store can, you know, try to separate themselves from their sex, from, from separate their minds and their hearts from sex. Most people, I think, cannot do that. Or if they do think they're doing it, they may be lying to themselves because then it can lead to some depression, it some anxiety. That's um, what I
0: say. It used furry. to be. Mm-hmm. And it was really, it yes. was some underlining issues that I... Needed to do that, and it was a man that told me, "God did not make you that way. Like you don't supposed to be like yes, me. He did, yeah. And because I, I mean, I literally like get up, girl, get my ba-. but. What that was is that I was beating the rejection. Like you wouldn't putting me out because I was going to get out. Yes. Yeah, I was just beating the rejection. Yes. Uh huh. I had some underlining issues and that I needed to cover. And,
1: and that's the thing I feel. What's interesting about even that concept is that people people can easily forget that that part and try to ignore it. But then what you have to look at is those consequences. So I had a, a patient not too maybe a few years back, and she is recent since then married and is actually preparing to start a family. But what she told me, I've seen her for years and years. She was always coming in for STD testing, always coming in for S T D testing, which is important, by the way. So I think that a person should be screened. Again, back to my statement that you don't always know something's wrong get screened if you have a new partner or whatever get tested um but so she would come in and then she'd be worried well what if i have this or you know this guy you know treated me this kind of way that guy treated me that kind of way and i must have along the way said this because she came to me she said you know dr mcdonald i took twice with that girl i don't even know what i said because i'll be listening to myself she was like you told me that i don't have to have sex with everybody and I was like, I said that? She's like, yes, you did. And she said, you said it in love, though, and to, to say that just because I'm dating this person or just because I'm interested in this person, I don't have to sleep with them. And there's so, so much clarity that comes from that, comes from getting to know a person, talking to a person, but not having to give them this piece of you is so much more precious than I think we realize. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? even if you're not you know christian or 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 what or muslim or whatever it's precious no matter what and there is a connection that's fast forward to now being in what would hopefully be a healthy relationship because just because you in a relationship don't mean it's healthy or just because you are in a marriage don't mean it's healthy but being in a healthy relationship where a person cares about you where they do things for you because they love you where you do things for them because you love them where you guys are working together now sex augments as to that relationship fuels a fire that will keep that relationship strong and that' what it should be for by many else. psychologists agree and not just on a spiritual level psychologists even agree that that sex can be um, a, a uniting force but it can also be a destructive force if used outside a context
0: mm. sex can be a destructive force because it can rip your world apart your whole world with your whole world about mentally physically all of the above yes yes god oh honey and you know thank you lord blessed you know blessed you know because sometimes like you you spared my life in a whole lot of a a whole lot of ways because i was wrecking myself and then like you you know I don't know what the light came on, like you know, Motel Six. The light came on, and you're right. You don't have to have sex with everybody, and this is not who you are. Mm-hmm. And you know, you need to learn to love yourself because this is this is some some yeah temporary, you know, things right here. And then, but when you get up, how do you feel? And I used to feel like, like the the what was in the, my toilet? I used to feel like. I was worthless, especially like, you know, when you're in your 20s and they don't call like, oh, my God. And you just have to figure out what is it about me that I need to do to make me better and get me whole. When you said the wholeness of health, like I need to be whole because I'm not in a mental space to handle this type of situation. I needed to get myself whole. I had to get to know myself and what i needed and not what somebody else needed you know um i think sometimes we go in wanting to pleasure them and not even thinking about my the pleasure you know immediately but the pleasure long run if that makes any sense to you absolutely i I needed to feel good about myself after this happened you know
1: right because in the moment your nerve endings are doing doing most of the work, but then later, what's your mind have to say about it? What does your heart have to say about it? Where is that person, and how do you feel about about what happened? So it's 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 being in tune with all that. And I'm not to say what any one person should feel about that that space, but you should be you should listen to yourself. You should not ignore yourself. You shouldn't think, well, I should be able to do this and not feel any kind of way about it after the fact. Maybe you do, and understand that, and listen to that, and then move forward knowing that this matters you
0: know, that this matters to you. Your sexual health definitely matters. I think that a lot of women ignore that. And that's why we have such a high percentage of our African American women with um HIV S T D. Yeah. yeah. Do you agree with that? I mean Absolutely. I know you agree with it. You you Absolutely. see it in the doctor
1: I see it all the time. I see it all the time. And so this is what my take on that. Again, one screen. Two, know that if a person don't want to use a condom with you, they probably not using condoms with much of anybody, which means mm-hmm. you are being exposed to whatever they have been out there with. If you got a bargain and convince somebody to use a condom or they don't bring one, then they the word, they the scariest one to be out here with. That's the one that you need. If they're like, oh shoot, I forgot it. Do you have one? We should wait. That uh, that person is 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 a reasonable human being, but if they're like, oh, you want me to use a condom? Run, sis, run. You know, because you can get HIV still. We are the one of the highest ones to get HIV. You can get other STIs, STDs. You you just be, need to be really careful, and you need to be screened periodically. The other thing about that is if a person, um, we talk about libido, well, maybe I don't want to have sex. Maybe I'm not interested. Well, then do an inventory on how you feel about that person, about what's going on in your your life. Are you stressed with work? Are you tired? Are you over, over, you know, thinking about family? Because sometimes other things take precedence from from a priority standpoint. But there is a way to um, increase that interest, and sometimes it comes from looking at, um, you know, uh, engaging with the person more on in that sexual way. So whether it's touching each other, um, you know, it's not like sexually even, just like touching each other's arm or giving each other a hug, or yeah, you know, I I language.
0: I, I love touch. Like it lets touch. me know that you're there. That I you're there to thinking about. Mm-hmm. Yes. Maybe it's yes. in
1: a conversation if that's what you want to do. You want to just talk about what life what life is like or what your goals are. And that, that person engaging with you in that space makes you feel more interested in them. You know, there's, there's all kinds of ways. And there are different love languages that a person can be interested in. And then vice versa. Say you're not with anybody and you're like, man, I want to stop thinking about sex. Because if I keep getting myself in trouble, I keep getting with these dudes. They, don't got, they ain't got nothing good for me. And then, so if you decide that you want to be away from sex, then you have to remove some of the sexual stimulation around you. So if you want to try to, you know, go through on, on, a, on a little fast, want a little um, purge just to keep yourself and your mind clear and get your mental health back right, then you may have to remove the sexual stimulation around you. Remove some of the videos and movies. If you see a scene, you might have to fast forward through that scene because it's going to make you think about it and want it. And then you might call up homeboy who you know you ain't got no business Messing with, you know, and he gonna be down. So you gotta just, you just gotta make sure.
0: No, you know he gonna be down. You know, fast for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I've gone on, a, I've gone on a fast. You know, people fast from food, but I am a, a very high sexual person, and so, and then my libido has increased so much after the age of forty. I don't know what has happened, but Lord help me. Help me, Dr. Win. help mm-hmm. me, like my libido is out the roof. Well, thank you so much for coming to the show and talking to me and giving me your time. I yes. appreciate you so much. We have much. to do it again.
1: Of course, we have to do it again. It's been great.
0: Yes, you because you, you keep it real. You keep it real when it comes to this department of sexual health, and I think that if more women like looked at it that way, it's sexual health. It's okay to be pleasured. It's okay for me to get mine and not feel bad about it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. That you know, it, we would have a lot of healthier. And now that you said it's 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 linked to the nervous side. Hey, listen, <laughs> no wonder my nerves be bad. Okay, you have too much. <laughs> you have too much. Tell people where they can find you. So they can reach out to you one more time.
1: I am again. Uh, my 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 professional name, my government name, is Dr. Wendy Goodall McDonald. But I am my alias is Dr. Every Woman. Dr. Every Woman. So you can check me out on my website, dreverywoman.com. You can my blog is there, gynecobludge. It's on the website, dreverywoman.com. You can follow me on social Instagram, D-R-Every Woman um facebook on twitter i'm on snapchat but i ain't never on snapchat so um <laughs> but yeah i'm there i'm actually even on tiktok i have too much fun with that tiktok app have you seen it it's for the, it's 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 for those who like music and i love music so it really does give me give me a, a good time every now and then so even doctor um, everyone on tiktok
0: okay it's Oh, I, my students are on it, so it's I, I can't be on anything with with my students. I, I just I, I'm gonna let you have that. You gonna let I'm me, gonna me let have you... that one? You gonna yeah. let me yeah. have that one? Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I definitely have to bring you back in the next, you know, few weeks so we can continue this conversation. Yes, we should. Well, enjoy your day and thank you again.
1: Thank you. You have a good one. Have a great day and a great weekend.
0: There you have it. Thank you, Dr. Wendy, a.k.a. Dr. Every Woman, for your nuggets of wisdom. Ladies of Confluence, please go like, follow, and share her information. In the words of Dr. Wendy, your sexual health matters. You are every woman, so take charge of your sexual health and sexual pleasure. It's about being whole. Sex can be a destructive force, but when it's done in a loving relationship, it can build and bond. So, what's the key to keeping the home fires burning? Tending to them. Sex isn't supposed to just happen. Let me say that again. No, let me add this. Great sex. See, good is the enemy of great. Great sex isn't supposed to just happen. Happen. It is the result of loving, committed people that want to see each other happy, that tend to their relationship. That means everything from romantic getaways to date nights to daily kisses to touch, learn your partner's love language, take ownership of the energy that you bring into the relationship. It means that you realize that you are helping to create and foster a relationship for your reality. And if that don't make your relationship spark and sparkle, then you have the power to change it. And if you are fasting from sex, remove any sexual stimulation from your life. Don't get tempted, girl, and call that one that you know that's going to come through, but he's not good for you. Say, girl, don't you do that. And last and certainly not least, all because you are in a relationship doesn't mean it's a healthy one. And if you're changing your partners like you're changing your panties, always, 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 you should get tested anyway. Make sure you're getting your pap smear. But get tested. Screen, screen, screen to be for sure. Well, that's it for me this week. I'm off to frolic and play on this cool, brisk March day. Until next time, be blessed and a blessing to others. Smooches, confluencers. Thank you for talking about sex with me.